Hello there, and thanks for joining me today. Executive stress, that's my topic. Successful executives learn very early how to manage and handle stress. You know, if a company must reduce stress for the executive's sake, they have the wrong executive. The solution, really, in a business or office, even in a home, is not that the elimination of stress is the area of focus. For personal growth comes as we experience stressful events, and we come to terms with those events in a positive and effective way. See, as we persevere, we experience growth and maturity, much like a child grows and we mark it on the bathroom wall from year to year. We want to see our ability increase, our ability improve in managing stress as we compare our abilities from year to year as a child compares their growth from year to year. So executive stress is a critical area for every single business, no matter how big or how small it is, how complex or how simple, straightforward it is. Stress is part of an executive's life, an owner's life, a manager's life, a captain's life. Whoever is in charge, stress is part of that experience. And stress needs to be learned, that it's something that can be handled, it's something that can be managed, it's something that can be processed, and something that we can learn from the experiences that happen that are stressful from day to day. You have to approach every task. Every executive has to approach every task with affirmative thinking, with the idea of what is the goal? What is the desired outcome? Why did we get into this problem to start with? Why did we develop this program to start with? Be affirmative. Keep thinking forward. Keep thinking futuristic as to what is the goal? What is the objective? What is the purpose of this project? Don't get caught in all the minutia of the stress of the day. And let that take you away from the goals of the future, process of the future. It's a winning spirit. It's a winning feeling. It's a winning objective that we have to keep in mind. So to manage stress, yes, be affirmative in your thinking. Here's number two. Talk out your worries and your fears. Every executive has a fear of failure. Every executive has a fear that something's going to come in and take over or be stronger than them or be a competitor or the competitors down the street are going to be doing something better and different. We all have these fears. Talk out your fears. Discuss your fears. Bring them to the attention of somebody else. Put perspective. Let other people put perspective on your fears. If strength comes from facing your fears, not from avoiding your fears. Strength comes from discussing your fears, not by going quiet and silent in your fears. So that's number two. Here's number three. Just undertake one thing at a time. You know, every executive is has a mountain of projects to deal with, a mountain of things to understand and to process and to manage and to keep track of on a day-to-day basis. We tackle our problems one at a time. We tackle the tasks one at a time. You set your task and do it. Then go down your to-do list and then go to your second one. Then you go to your third one. Go to your fourth one. But try not to do four or five or six things at once. Although there is multitasking that has to be done by every executive, but keep your focus on one task at a time. Establish your priorities, and that will be an invaluable gift to you if you can learn how to establish priorities and focus on your priorities. Okay, that's number three. Here's number four. Learn to delegate. Delegate to other people. You know, there are other people in line that can help you with things. There are other people that can 
come in and just support you or just encourage you or to take something off of your list and just work on it themselves or take on something that you find difficult to take on or where your skills are not as strong as somebody else's. Delegate it. Call upon other people. Ask other people to come in and be of help to you. It's not a sign of weakness. It's a sign of strength when you delegate because you're recognizing that other people have strengths and you need them. That makes you stronger. Their strengths make you stronger as you rely upon them. You're a team, not an isolated individual. That's where strength comes from. And here's number five. Be sure to avoid self-medication when under stress. Whether that's taking opioids, pain medications of various kinds, or it's alcohol, or it's cigarettes, or some drug of some kind, avoid that at all cost. Get through those times when you're tempted to dip into the medicine chest, when you dip into the bottle, when you feel like smoking or you feel like using a drug of some kind, just avoid that because that's going to be your destruction. That's going to be the end of your project. It will never solve your problem. It may reduce your strain for the moment, but it will never reduce the problem. It'll never take the problem away. It'll never give you a skill. It'll never teach you a skill. Just a momentary relief is not the answer to how executives run a business and are successful. Self-medication is destructive from the beginning to the end. It'll dull your mind. It'll make you clumsy. It'll give you more stress than take away stress. And then here's another point, just an interesting one. Respond to the needs of other people. You know, there are other people around you that are under stress. Help them. Other people around need your help. Help them. Other people around you need your skill. Help them. Seek out ways that you can respond to the needs of other people. Make that part of your day. Make that part of your week. Make that part of your month. Make that part of your company. Make that part of your life as an executive where you take time and you help somebody else. You help other people come out of their problems, perhaps because you've learned how to come out of your problems. But be of help to somebody else. Don't be individualistic. Don't be selfish. Share what you've learned with other people. Share what you would do for yourself or what you'd like somebody to do for you, you do for somebody else. Those are the important things on stress management for an executive. Now, how do you know if you're under stress? How do you really know if you're under stress? How do you know what your stress level is at any given time? Well, let me give you a kind of a little quiz, okay? You get a piece of paper and pencil and take down the answer to these questions. You can only answer yes or no. Nothing in between, yes or no. So I'm going to give you 12 questions. Here's the first one. Do you worry about the future? Yes or no. Number two, do you sometimes have trouble falling asleep? Yes or no. Do you often reach for a cigarette or do you reach for a drink or do you reach for a tranquilizer to reduce tension when under stress? Yes or no. Do you become irritated over basically insignificant matters? Yes or no. Do you have less energy than you seem to need? or would like to have? Yes or no? Do you have too many things to do, not enough time to do them? Yes or no? Do you have headaches or stomach problems? Yes or no? Do you feel pressure to accomplish or to get things done? Yes or no? Are you very concerned about being either well-liked or successful? Are you very concerned about being well-liked or successful? Those are nine questions I gave you, okay? Do you answer yes or no? Add them up. How many yeses did you have there? You give yourself one point for each of them. You have a score of one and nine. Now I'm going to give you three more questions, okay? 
Do you perform well enough in life to satisfy yourself? Yes or no? Do you get satisfaction from the small joys and simple pleasures of life? Yes or no? Are you able to really relax and have fun? Yes or no? Give yourself a score if you did not mark any of those last three items as yes. You did not give a yes to the last three items. That way you'll have a score somewhere between 1 and 12. If you have a score of 8 or more, you're under high stress. If you had a score of 4 to 7, you're under moderate stress. And you give a score of 3 or less, you're under low stress. You see, so questions like that can give you an idea as to the stress levels that you're living under, you know, at any given time, particularly now in your life. So if you mark yes to a lot of those items, be careful. You're under stress. Now, remember this. Stress is no joke. Stress is no joke. Here's some of the things that you want to do. I already gave you about five ideas of what you can do to manage stress, but remember these points, okay? Learn to take criticism without being defensive. You know, if you're an executive, if you're in a position of decision-making, you're in a position of leadership, you're going to be criticized. Don't be defensive. Listen to it. Consider it. Consider it for half-truth. There may be some truth in it. What's the phrase? There's gold in them, their hills. Somewhere there's gold in that criticism. Somewhere there's something worthwhile in that criticism. Find out what it is and focus on that and let the rest of it go. Here's number two. Don't try to change the feelings and perceptions of other people around you. You know, they have their life, they have their feelings, they have their perceptions, they have their behavior patterns, they have their choices, they have their lifestyle. You can't change that. You can't change people around you. You have to learn to live with them and around them. And you might be able to suggest some of the ways that they can moderate the way they are when they're around you or they're working for you, but you're not going to change other people. And here's number three. Just because something feels good does not mean that it's good for you. You know, there's a lot of things that people do. There's a lot of things that feel good. A lot of things that might even make you feel good for the moment, but they're not meant for you and they're not good for you. So separate those out. And here's another point. Be willing to be less than perfect. You know, being mediocre is sometimes okay. Being moderate sometimes is okay. You're doing half the job today and the other half tomorrow might be okay. Doing part of the job today and the other part tomorrow and the next day may be all right. Be willing to be less than perfect. There are things that don't need to be done perfectly. They just need to be done. And then hang around people who are good for you. You know who those people are. You know the people who are bad for you. You know the people who are good for you. Select your friends. Select your associations. Select your associates because they're good for you. Hopefully you'll be good for them as well. And here's another point. Take care of your body. You know, eat right. Exercise. Rest. Swim, walk, meditate, spend time alone, spend time in thought, but take care of your body. That will give you a moment of rest. And here's the last one. Play, laugh, and take risks. Play, laugh, and take risks. You know, laughter gives relief. Play gives a break, gives relief. Even taking a risk sometimes opens some new doors and some new opportunities and some new challenges that might be good for you. That might just open some doors that maybe you hadn't thought about. So those are some of the areas of executive stress. You know, if you're under stress, be careful. I gave you those questionnaire, that questionnaire, and you can measure your amount of stress just by that itself. So do something about it, manage it well, but be productive 
and go on doing your job, go on doing your assignment, go on being responsible, go on doing the things that you enjoy doing. But manage stress. Don't look for the day when you'll have no stress. Don't hope that people will come along and take away your stress. You learn to manage it. Be the person who a company has hired to manage the company and don't let the stress overtake you in the process. Nice to have you with me. And uh, thanks for joining me. See you again and hope things go well for you. Bye for now.